Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for March the 16th, Tuesday of the fourth week of Lent. Our reading this morning comes by way of the prophet Ezekiel, and it may strike us as a strange reading, but it's deep and it's well worth reading because it's so appropriate for the season of Lent. And it's from the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 47, verses 1 through 9 and verse 12. Ezekiel 47, verses 1 through 9 and 12. In this particular passage, uh, the angel uh, of the Lord uh, brings uh, Ezekiel to the entrance of the temple of the Lord. And there he sees water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east. Of course, the rising of the sun, the beginning of something new, a new day, a new opportunity, a new way to serve Almighty God and to uh, be closer to God with each new day that the Lord grants us. Well, an amazing thing begins to happen that the in front of the temple, a little trickle of water begins to come forth, it flows down. And then through a series of being led around the temple and outside of the temple, the water gets deeper and deeper. At first it's ankle deep, then it's waist deep, then it's up to his neck. And the final phase, the water is so deep, the only way he can cross to the other side is to swim across, which Ezekiel does. And uh, he begins to sit down and the angel says, uh, have you seen this son of man? That's Ezekiel. Uh, and he does. And he sees this river now, this river. And there's many trees on both sides of the river. And the water is flowing into the eastern side toward the sea where there's all salt water. And the angel says, this water from the temple will flow into the sea water and make it fresh. And wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature will multiply. There will be abundant fish. And whatever this water comes in contact with, it will be made fresh. And along both banks of the river, that he is seeing. There are fruit trees of every kind. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. Every month they shall bear fresh fruit. They shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary, from the holy place of the temple. And their fruit shall serve for food, and their leaves for medicine. Now that's a magnificent imagery, and it's a magnificent vision that Ezekiel has, because it reminds us of the importance of water, hydration. You know, with, with uh, some ingenious entrepreneurs had made a whole lifetime of living on selling water. Can you imagine uh, growing up uh, in New Orleans, uh, being a New Orleanian back in the uh, 50s and even today, uh, the water that we drank was water out of faucet and uh, not uh, bottled water. 
And if you wanted cold water, you put it, you put it in a pitcher or a container or something, you shoved it in the uh, refrigerator, we used to call it icebox. And of course, um, that was cold water. Today, uh, many people cannot imagine leaving without their cell phone and their bottle of water. Even in church, uh, you see people sucking on bottles of water, which is an amazing thing to me. But uh, we'll talk about return to uh, early times, like when you're an infant, instead of sucking on a milk bottle, we see people sucking on water bottles. And walking down the street, they're sucking on water bottles. Um, but leaving that aside, water is essential. Hydration is essential to life. All forms of life require water. It's one of the basic elements of life water. And we often don't think that water is a sacramental. Water is something that, through God's grace and presence, is also holy. It's a tremendous gift. Water is also spiritual. We use water at baptism. We use water in the Mass. We use water to bless. Holy water. Uh, it's not just uh, water has H2O. It's that spiritual water which renews us, especially through our baptism. And we need that renewal every single day. Uh, blood and water flowed from the side of Jesus on the cross. And Jesus encounters uh, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. He talks about bringing forth the springs of living water that will come from him, and we will never thirst again. We will never have to go back and keep replenishing and replenishing. For the water that Jesus gives is the water that brings us not simply to life, but eternal life. Not simply a medicine to heal the body, but a medicine that heals the soul. And do we often think of that uh, when we pray, uh, when we especially attend the Eucharist in God's house, God's temple, that the most important thing is our spiritual hydration, a spiritual refreshing, a spiritual renewal. And we need that every single day. We're uh, entering the time of summer and of water, uh, thank God. And uh, we'll be out there watering the grass and watering the flowers and watering the trees and all of that, which is very wonderful, making sure we have enough water, the, the pets have water. Uh, but do we, do we pause every day and ask Almighty God to refresh us with the life-giving waters that flow from Jesus? through the indwelling Holy Spirit. We need to be spiritually refreshed. We become as dry as uh, the Sahara without water. Uh, we can die, but we can also die spiritually. Our souls can become as dry and as brittle and as lifeless as uh, Death Valley in the height of winter or summer. Uh, so, uh, we need that spiritual refreshment. 
the refreshment that comes from reading the scriptures, that comes from praying each day and asking the Holy Spirit, come, O Holy Spirit, come into our minds and into our hearts, the center of our being, and refresh us, revive us, heal us, so that we can uh, bring forth the fruits of the Holy Spirit in that part of the world that we touch each and every day. So much of the world is arid and lifeless and dry. It can be in our home, in our school. It can be in our place of business, our neighborhood. Um, do we bring each and every day those life-giving waters of renewal? Not simply, do you want another bottle of water or can I get you some water? But we are to be carriers vessels, buckets, if you will, of the life-giving waters, especially during this holy season of Lent. Uh, so much of our everyday world and the world in general today, we need those life-giving waters of the Spirit. We need the, the, the spiritual waters that heals us, not simply physically, but above all spiritually. Uh, to continue to witness and to continue the journey with Jesus to the holy city of Jerusalem. Lent is that time of journey. It is that time of pilgrimage and of travel with the Lord. Um, it's impossible without spiritual nourishment of the Eucharist, the nourishment of God's holy word, nourishment of prayer and God's grace, our own fruits of the Holy Spirit to do God's work here on earth, serving others, helping them with their crosses and helping them lift their burdens, with the acts of penance and self-denial. All of that is spiritual refreshment, spiritual renewal, so that when, he, when we arrive in that holy city of Jerusalem, we may indeed be one with Christ on the cross, so that we may be one with Christ for the message of Easter. He is not to be found among the dead, but of the living. And so each day, those life-giving waters are offered to us. Those of us who are fortunate enough to attend Mass, for those of us who each day read the scriptures, lift our minds and hearts to God for renewal, and then we go forth and we water the earth, that part of the earth that we touch. What a, what a tremendous, tremendous call that each of us has to be the actual vessels of God's spiritual renewal, God's spiritual refreshment, bringing forth life, what seemed to be so dead, so arid, so lifeless, and yet we can refresh that part of the earth, that part where we live every day, we can be God's vessel of those life-giving waters. It's a tremendous call, a tremendous grace that God has given to us. And when we do that, we find that we ourselves are renewed. We ourselves are spiritually refreshed. 
how we find that we can continue our pilgrimage, continue our journey, not only through Lent, but through the whole of the life that the Lord blesses us with. So today, let us open our minds and hearts to that spiritual hydration, that spiritual renewal, so that once again, we can walk through this day, this day, spiritually hydrate and that in all of those things that we do and all of those parts of the world that we touch in our own way as God has called us we may bring forth God's very life-giving spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit the fruits and the joys and the blessings of the Holy Spirit that touch that part the world that God has blessed us to touch, and we will ourselves be renewed in spirit and in truth. God bless you.